I just need to change. And I need to, to, to just, just get in all of him that I can consume, all of him that I can have. Because I want to go to where he wants me to go. And today it was cool because uh, they were singing that song about promises and yes and amen and seasons. And this year, this, uh, this year our fast, our title of our fast is called My Sacred Season. And uh, it's so cool because how many of you understand that we are all going to go through seasons in our life? We're going to go through, we're going to walk through seasons in our life. And, and honestly, there's no way you can avoid them. There's no way you can get around it. It's yours. It's got your name on it. But when I'm telling you that when you walk through, and if you walk through your season the way you're supposed to walk through your season, you're going to come out just amazing. And you're going to learn and you're going to grow. How many of you understand that God is not trying to punish you. Do people, do y'all understand that? It's amazing to me when people come and they have issues and problems, the first thing they want to say is, why is God doing this to me? And we learned last week about holy living and the keys to, to holy living and the discipline of God. Discipline of God is not to come to hurt you. But the discipline of God is because he loves us. And because he doesn't want you to stay in the same place. He wants you to grow. Romans chapter 12. We're going to open up with this. Romans, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. It says this. Well, thank you. No, don't try to do it. Don't try to get on it. Beloved friends. What should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God, to be his sacred living sacrifices, sacred living sacrifices, and live in his holiness. Somebody say holiness. We learned that last week. We were talking about holiness last week. Experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. I could preach that right there all day long. We, the church, we as people of God, we have somehow fallen into the trap of not looking or not separating ourselves. Come on. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but it be inwardly transformed. Somebody say transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total re reformation of how you think. Understand that your thinking, how you think, is very powerful. How many of you have ever met somebody that knew, you knew they weren't sick, but they had made up in their mind that they sick? And then next thing you know, they start coughing. They start having a fever. Their stomach starts hurting. They, they start grabbing their throat because they've convinced themselves of something that was not. The way you think is powerful. The way you think is determines where you're going to go in God. Amen? Thinking is powerful. The way you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life. 
satisfying and perfect in his eyes. This is such an amazing verse because this is what's going to help us walk through seasons. As you transform the way you think. Look at somebody and tell them you need to change the way you think. Oh, come on. Say it with an attitude. You need to change the way you think. Come on. Talk to me or we're going to be here long. <laughs> some of y'all know I ain't. I walk out this door. See, seasons. Somebody say seasons. My sacred season. And seasons is, is cool because I'll just start with this. Sacred. Sacred means I looked at de dedicated or set apart for the service of worship of a deity, God. That's what we're talking about. Dedicated or set apart. Another meaning, devoted exclusively to one service or use as of a person or purpose. Sacred can mean holy, right? Seasons. A definition for seasons, a time characterized by a particular circumstance or feature. A suitable or natural time of or occasion, an indefinite period of time. We understand that seasons happen naturally. You have natural seasons in the world. Fall, winters, uh, spring, summer, all that, right? You got all those things. But According to his word, seasons are time set aside by God to transition us to the next place of where he wants us to go. Seasons, if you want to write that down, seasons are times set aside by God to transition us to the next place of where he wants us to go. He's transforming us. Now, in this place, we are all in different times and seasons in our life. We're all in a different time and season. And according to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 through 11, you notice where it says uh, where there's a time for this, a time for that. Well, some of us are in a season of sowing. Some of us are in a season of reaping. Some of us are in a season of weeping. Some of us are in a season of laughing. Some mourning, some dancing, some gaining. Some losing. I'm in the, in the season of losing weight. Don't hate. Don't look at me. Look at Jesus. Some of us are in a season of tearing. Some, some are in a season of sewing back together. Some people are in the season of keeping. Some people are in a season of throwing away. Some people are in a season of speaking, talking. Some people are in the season of being quiet. How many of you know some people that you wish they was in the season of being quiet right now? You talk too much. Some people are in the season of loving. Some people are in the season of hating. Shake them haters off. Huh? As a young, don't be a hater all your life. Loving, hating. Some people are in a season of warring. Some people are in a season of peace. Bottom line, we're all in a season. We're all in a season. Our own sacred season. A season set apart for just us. That only God can start dealing with us. Ask someone. Look at somebody. Look them in the face. Look them in the eye. Come on. Look at somebody. Look at somebody. And just ask them. I don't mean to be nosy. 
But what season you in? It's funny because sometimes we don't want to tell people where we are because we're kind of, we want to be private. Sometimes God tells us it's not their business. You need to walk through it. But other times, listen, sometimes we're supposed to confess our faults one to another. We're supposed to speak. We're supposed to talk. And because there, there might be somebody that's walking through the same thing that you walked through. Amen? So seasons are coming. We can't avoid them. We can't get around them. No matter what, they're coming. No matter what, I don't like winter, but it's coming. It's here. How many of y'all came out today? It's cold out here. It's cold outside. Whether we like it or not, we got to embrace our season. Somebody say embrace. You got to embrace your season. And the thing about it is, you got to understand, imagine this earth without seasons. Imagine this earth without seasons. Imagine this place without seasons. Imagine your life without walking through some things. You wouldn't be balanced. You wouldn't be balanced. You wouldn't be able to sympathize with somebody else that's walked through something. Right? You wouldn't understand. You would just be, your first thought would be, oh, they just need to get over. No. If you had to walk through something, you would understand, hold on, you know what? I walked through that. I can help you. I can, you know, this. And it's so, I'm so glad. I tell people this. I use this, this scripture all the time with Jesus that in Hebrews chapter 4, verse, uh, verse 15, it says, This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of, gracious, of our gracious God. There will he receive, we will receive his mercy, and we'll find grace to help us when we need it most. The cool thing is we, have, we walk through things not just for ourselves, we walk through things because, listen, we got to be a witness to somebody else sometimes. You can't tell somebody how to walk through this season if you've never been there. Amen? And we do it all the time. We can't, you know, I, I can't really tell you how to walk through uh, losing my dog if I never lost my dog. I can't tell you about how, how, how to, uh, if I lost a loved one or, what, or this or that or this. I can't tell you all those things if I haven't walked there. Amen? We can say all the Christian stuff, oh, it'll be all right, God knows best, and all those kind of things, but that ain't helping. You know? We can tell people, well, just trust God and get over it. Look, I just, I, let me slap you and you get over it. No, I need somebody that can talk to me. Come on, let's be real. Listen, Jesus has been everywhere we need to go, right? And he's walked through everything we need to walk through. Listen, let's look at this. Let, let's, let me hear, who, what's your favorite season? Y'all shout it out. Come on, one, two, three. All right, one more, one more time. Ready? One, two, three. See, out of all those, what I hear came summer. Everybody love the summer. And that's what I talked about. That's what, that's what I put number one, summer. So, so write number one down. Write summer. Summer. Everybody like, most people like summer. 
Most people. Down in the south, summer is miserable. It's hot. Man, I came from New Jersey from in July. We moved from, no, moved from New Jersey to, uh, in July of whatever year it was, long time ago. And we moved down here in, in July to Mississippi. I mean, we came, I mean, we got out of the car. And I just stepped, I mean, it was just, I, no lie, I promise you, y'all think I'm playing, y'all think I'm lying. I stepped out the car, and I, I fell out. I, just, I couldn't understand how people breathe. It's too hot. So what we did was we went out once a day, for real, went for the first month. No, no, am I lying? We, we went out once a day. Maybe, maybe twice, because we started walking in the morning, and you had to walk 4 o'clock in the morning to get a cool, cool breeze down in. You know? And we went out one time. That was it. If you didn't get nothing, if you didn't get what you needed one time, that was it. You in the house till tomorrow, because there's no way you're going to go outside. I saw kids running outside playing and doing it. I said, hold on, they, they aliens. There's no way they're human. Summer. But summer, most of the time, that's where things bloom. Things are, are, are beautiful. Things look great. And in the spiritual, in the spiritual season, when we're in summer, oh, oh, we're, t- we're going around telling, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. God, oh, I'm the head and not the tail. Hallelujah. And in the summer months, we start, we, we hear God more. Come on. We hear his voice clear. Man, he is talking to us. We got revelation, and things look so good. Oh, man, we're doing great. But there's also, the other thing about summer is, it's like maturity. Mature. We mature. When you look at somebody that's spiritually in their summer season, they're mature. They, they, you know what? They understand that serving people is more important than getting what themselves. You know what I'm saying? They, they're mature. They understand that, you know what? There's going to be problems. There's going to be things that come and happen to them, but they're still going to praise God. They're not going to stop coming to church. Oh, come on. When you're mature, I mean, you're in your summer uh, uh, months of your, your, your summer part of your spiritual walk, you understand that, you know what? There is nothing too hard for God. Summer, and, and, and it's cool because summer can mean rest. Summer can mean all these things. But the thing about it is you got to be careful about summer. Because summer sometimes, and when we get to those places in our life, in our Christian walk, sometimes summer can lead you to taking your eyes off God. Because you get restful. You get, you, you know, you get complacent. You get, you get, in and, and Deuteronomy it says, in, in verse uh, chapter 8, it says, And when your herds and flock multiply, and your silver and gold is, sub, is multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart be lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt in the house of slavery. Out of the house of slavery. You got to be careful in the summer months. You can't get where you think you all that in a bag of chips. Amen? But summer is beautiful. It looks great. 
Man, things are going great. I am on top of the world. Sitting on top of the world. And that's a great place to be. There's nothing wrong with the summer. There's peace. There's joy. Listen, uh, um, um, teachers and educators, oh, they can't wait till the summer. Kids, the youth, y'all know, y'all can't wait till the summer. I bet you how many of y'all counting down right now? It can't get here fast enough because they'll get their rest and they get peace. Young people, they get to sleep in. So they say, yes, thank you, Lord. Summer can be a vacation. It means vacation time. Rest, peace. Summers is also this. Summers can be a time of reaping the harvest of things that you have sown throughout the other seasons. I got an amen from a little baby, huh? That's what I'm talking about. James says this, 3a, it says, And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. Look at somebody and ask them what you've been sowing. What you've been sowing. Now, summers are not always uh, what, what, you know, we have showers in the summer, right? We have thunderstorms. We do. We do. And, and the thing about those things is when we have those, st- those storms and those things, when you're mature in Christ, you don't get upset and they don't deter you when you have rain and thunderstorms. You know what I'm saying? What do you do? You go get an umbrella. Come on, you just get an umbrella. Now, if you're really free, if you're really free, you just dance in the rain. Come on, that's maturity. You just dance in the rain. And so we're going to have a little fun here. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Where's Dalton? Come here, Dalton. Come here. This This is my white chocolate brother right here. Come on. Listen, some of y'all got to learn how to dance in the rain, okay? Hold on. We're going we gonna to wait for y'all. We're going to wait for y'all. We got, how many, it's okay to have fun in church. Pastor ain't here, so we're going to have some fun, okay? <laughs> listen, listen. You got to learn how to dance in the rain. Come on. Come, come on up here. Come on up here, dog. You know how to dance. See, this, this, this brother right here, he's such an amazing, amazing, amazing man of God. He has... Uh, grown tremendously in his years here. You've been here, what, five, six years? Four, Four years. Wow. That, wow, that is long. And so he is going to show us how he can dance in the rain, okay? Y'all going y'all to get with me? Y'all going to get with him? All right, hold on, hold on. You got to learn how to dance in the rain. Now, if you can't do this, he's going to teach y'all, okay? We, this is us dancing in the rain. No matter what, no matter what happens, I'm, a, I'm pumping you up right here. No matter what happens, Dalton. Through the good and the bad, God is on the throne. And you can just dance in the rain. Come on, hit that, hit that, hit that. Come on. Come on, pump it up, hell. Come on. Come on.
What's this one? What's this one? Oh, yeah. Oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Come on, y'all give it up for Don. Now, listen. Listen, you can cut it off. Listen, you got to learn how to dance in the rain. Can I get one more? See, how many of y'all grew up in church? Come on, y'all grew up in church. How many of y'all grew up Pentecostal church? Like back in the day. Come on, give me a little run on that. Mm -hmm. Hold on, hold, hold on. I'm trying to find the key. Hold on. Do it again. Mm -hmm. Hey, 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 if you didn't grow up in church, just hold on a second. I'm, I'm gonna... Don't leave early. Don't leave early. Tomorrow, come here, tomorrow. Come on. We're going to show y'all how to dance in the right. Come on. Oh, listen, listen. Can I get somebody? Listen, if you're not ashamed, I just want, can I just get somebody to help tomorrow? Come on. If you ain't ashamed about, and you want to show people how you dance in the rain, come on. You come on up here. Come on. Come on, Mama Emma. Anybody else? Come on. Oh, come on, my girl. Anybody else want to show them how to dance in the rain? Y'all good? You good? You coming on? Come on up here. We got to learn how to dance in the summertime when things are, oh, come on. That's what I'm talking. Y'all got to come up here then. Come on. Y'all going to show people how to dance. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. Ready? Say one, two, one, two, three. Come on. Listen, listen. For all my people that are rhythmly challenged, let me let me help you, okay? Look, just just do it on the one and the three, whatever you come on, ready set. Come on, show, show! Alright, okay. Y'all sit down, y'all have a seat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You got to learn how to dance in the rain. Y'all have a seat. <laughs> you got to learn how to dance in the rain. Remember pastor talked about people being boring. Man, I don't want to be boring. I want to be able to praise him through every circumstance. I want to be able to praise them when things don't go my way. I want to be able to tell other people and show people that I'm not going to be moved by circumstances. But listen, sometimes it takes a process to get there. Amen? You got to learn. You got to walk through some things. And that's the summer. The summertime sometimes reveals what's happened and what we have been sowing through the other seasons. Amen? Number two. Somebody say fall. How many of y'all like fall? How many of y'all like the season fall? As you know, it's a transition from the summer. And, we, and it's cool because uh, the weather gets a little cooler. 
you can go outside and just chill, have, you know, barbecue without sweating and being all hot and everything. And you transition from fall to summer. And the thing about it is in the fall, some, some um, um, farmers are still harvesting and, 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 and reaping a harvest from some of the things that they've been planting. And so in the spirit, you are still, in the fall seasons of your life, you are still reaping and, 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 and some things are happening and some things are showing up in your life. Continue still, even if you're in the fall season. And then, but the other side of that is you start seeing things fall away. Like you see the leaves, leaves, these things start falling away, start, start falling from the branches and everything. So you got to understand that, some of us are in the fall of our season, the season of uh, fall season of our life. We still have some good things happening, but we start seeing some things starting to fall away. And that's not always bad. It's not. Because sometimes we need to be separated. Come on, look at, look, come on. Somebody, sometimes we need to be separated from certain things, from certain people in our lives. Amen? Set apart. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17 says, For this reason, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch nothing that is unclean, and I will embrace you. Certain relationships need to end during your fall season. They were okay for a while. They might have been okay for a season. Some of them were never okay, but you tolerated them. And God is saying, during this fall season, during this season, they need to go. They need to end. They need to be over with. Bad company corrupts what? The season that we're in, falling away. Some things need to stay. Some things need to go. Somebody needs to take inventory of your life. Something you do. You need to sit and take inventory of your life. During the fall season, it's really a great time for us to reflect where we are in Christ. We're in the process of moving, and, and uh, uh, my parents are in the process of moving. We're boxing up stuff and all that. And it's cool because when you're moving, you have to decide what stays and what goes. And it's funny to me that we always find those things that we just can't let go. I mean, I, I think, I know I found something back from when I was oof, high school. It was just a few years back. It wasn't long ago. <laughs> but it's, it's funny how we just stay attached to certain things. And we want to hold on to those things. Things we hadn't seen in years. Things that we've been living our life for years and years and years. And we are shocked when we find it. But when we find it, it's like, oh, hold on. Can't throw that away now. You ain't seen it in years. Listen, you got to understand there's certain things in our life. And we talked about it last week about holy living and about being whole, about being set apart. Listen, there are certain people, relationship things, circumstances, certain things we have to let go. 
in order for God to move, in order for God to do what he wants to do in you, there's things that we have to let go. There's people we have to let go. And there's situations and circumstances that we just got to leave them behind. Sometimes this is, you know, sometimes God's give, God gives us a choice on what we need to give up. But other times, it's not left up to us. Sometimes we just can't do anything about that person that left. Sometimes we can't do anything about the situation that didn't work out the way we thought it should work out. I mean, understand, there's some things I look back now, and I thank God that person left. Ooh, I thank God that he did something with them. I don't know where they went, but they ain't here no more. That's all I care about. How many of you have tried to make God something and, and, turn, and turn something and you just say, oh, it's God. I know it's God. I know it. And God ain't got nothing to do with that. And so he had to remove that thing. And I thank God he removed it. The cool thing about trees is in the fall, what happens to trees and plants, what happens is trees start losing their leaves because water and nutrients are now going down into the roots to prepare it for the winter. So you start seeing, seeing, seeing trees fall, all those things, the leaves and all that. Well, what's happening is because the roots, they're going down into the roots so they can prepare for the winter. This is how they survive the winter. Because what you see is a dead tree or, or a tree dying and a tree turning colors and all those kind of things. But what, we, what, what really is happening is God is just getting us prepared, getting that tree prepared to survive the winter. Somebody say preparing. So as the nutrients in the water go down, and what they're doing is they're strengthening the roots, and the roots are growing deeper. So what we think is not something that's being productive, or we see something that's like doesn't look the way it's supposed to look, listen, God is at work. Amen? God is at work. It's in Colossians uh, chapter 2, verse 7, it says, Let your roots grow down into him, and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught. You will overflow with thankfulness. Look at somebody and just tell them, use the fall. Come on, tell them. Use the fall. To water your roots. This is a time where we got to start. We got to water our roots. We got to get in the word of God. We got to grow. We got we to do things that we didn't do before. We got to get into, go, come into Wednesday night class, come into prayer, co getting involved in the church, getting involved, spirits, praying like we never prayed before, knowing the word like we never known the word before, because winter is coming. You're not going to always have people around. Amen? Some people are not going to be around. How many understand we always got his word? You need to water your roots. This is how we're going to survive the winter. How many of you got, the number three is the winter time. Winter. How many of you like winter? Something is wrong with y'all. 
the winter. It's cold. It's cold. You know, it, I, I grew up up north, and we always had snow. I, I just, I, I don't even care to see snow on TV no more. Because you understand, up north, you, you get the driveway shovel, you get the sidewalk shovel, and you're good and everything, and guess what happened? It's snow again. And I, I, I'm out there cold, hands cold, and then when you thaw out, it hurts. It feels like somebody is taking pins and stabbing you in your skin. And I'm just sitting there crying. And I, I don't want to hear it. Get back out there. I got to get out. I got to go to work. You got to, but cold. It's, it's winter sometimes in the spirit looks as sometimes people can be religious and they can look at winter and be and think it's a judgment time. Oh, you going through this because you did something. Oh, y'all know how y'all, y'all know how to tell church folk that. You must have sin in your life. You having trouble. Something got to be wrong with you because you got trouble going. No, no, no. No. Everyone in this place, you're going to go through winter. You're going to go through a hard time. You're going to go through those things. You're going to feel like the world is against you. You're going to feel like the world is against you. You're going to feel like, you know, uh, 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 something is wrong. Some, you're going to feel like, oh, God is not talking. How many of you are, right, I'm going to be, just be honest. I want you to be honest. How many of you feel like you're not hearing God? Come on, just be real. Don't be worried about what other folks, awesome, awesome. Because that's the way I felt like. And so you get in those times, and you, what happens is you think something is wrong with you. And if you get the wrong people in your ear, they'll make you think something is wrong with you. And that's not the case. Winter, winter. Lots of people, they try to avoid winter. What do we do in the wintertime? We put on more clothes. Come on. We go out there and we start the car early. So the car warm up. You got some places you live, you got to get de-iced, you got to do all these things. To prepare you for the cold. Listen, in the winter months, listen, we need to start embracing winter. Winter sometimes is, is go help her, help her, Lord. She, she mad. Winter in the spirit is, is sometimes because things are dying. And things need to die in our lives. How many of y'all got stuff that needs to die? of us do there's things in our life that need to die there's things that we walk through uh, and, and walk through the, uh, the if y'all had um, knew about the uh, the young man that last week he was killed in a, a, a gun accident and he he's from our community down in Taylorville and we we uh, we knew the young boy and um, he played baseball and everything down in the community and some of us have walked through those times where we lost people. And that's a, that can be a dark place. That can be a dark season. 
And we don't understand. Like, I can't, I, I can't, I don't know. I mean, I've lost my grandfather. I've lost, you know, things like that. But I had lost people that was close to me. So I, I, I sympathize and I, 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 all those kind of things. But I really can't talk to somebody else that has had that happen to them. Only thing I can do is point them to somebody that has. When you walk through dark seasons in your life, that's why I got my shoes on, these shoes right here. I wore these today. Because I thought about my friend, uh, Mr. Skip Henry. And I thought about Linda. And I thought about a lot of others that have walked through dark places. And the amazing thing about those people is as they walk through those dark places, they still show the maturity of summer. Some of us get offended because somebody takes our seat and when we've been sitting there the whole time. And then we don't show up to church. We get mad because pastor changes Monday night prayer to Wednesday night. Or we get upset because, I don't know, the lights didn't come on like they were supposed to. Or they, we didn't sing the song that we were supposed to. And other people are walking through dark places. There's things in that just don't matter. The only thing that matters is do we belong to him? And the only other thing that matters is because <laughs> he's faithful in our dark times. He's faithful when we can't hear him sometimes. He's faithful when, when I try to call on my friends and ain't nobody answering. I come to church looking for a word from the pastor. And they don't call on me. I come up to the prayer line and the prayer line is so long. I don't have enough patience to wait. But I, I'm trying, I'm grasping for straws, I'm grasping for something. Somebody, um, it feels like I'm drowning. I feel like I'm, I, I just, if, if God, if you don't say something, if you don't touch me, if you don't do whatever, that I'm just going to lose my mind. The winter time, you got to understand That the, it may look dark. It may seem like the tree is dying and it's dead. But you got to really look deeper than that. You got to understand that life is being created even though we can't see it. Change is happening when we don't even see it happen. The earth is busy creating life. 
just as on the warmer days, standing in the sand, listening to the waves, all those kind of things in the summer, we still can find God in the wintertime. Understand this point. All summer conceals, winter reveals. All that summer conceals, because summer, you know, looks like everybody's got everything together. Everybody's got all, but listen, when it comes to the wintertime, everybody's going to come to a point where you, it's going to come out. It's coming out. You're going to have to deal with the things that you're going to have to deal with. You're going to have to uh, uh, face yourself. You're going to have to look yourself in the mirror and see and, and just deal with what you got to deal with. A mirror. Winter comes to strip and bear us of all of our delusions about ourselves. To make us face reality. We have imperfections that we can't perfect. Only God. We're helpless to find a formula to reason or act a way out of our helplessness. Some of us put on the show every Sunday. Some of us put on the show every week. And, it, and then when we get home, oh my gosh, we got to deal with ourselves. Can I tell you, embrace winter. Embrace this time. That you can really look at yourself. Take a healthy assessment of where you are. And deal with yourself. Crazy thing is that it's, <laughs> when it's cold and it's all that, you see rain come in the, in the winter time. You see snow come. And it's like, why? What's water going to do for, for, for the earth? What's, what's snow going to do? But what you got to understand, doesn't that snow and rain, doesn't it, does the snow melt? Doesn't the rain go away? Where does that rain go? What does it do? It goes down into the roots. So what you think is unnecessary, God is using for your good. What you think is useless. What you think, ma'am, this is just a waste of, no. God is strengthening your roots. He's making you stronger. Oh, come on. He's making us stronger. And winter puts us in a place where we got to call on him. That's why I love that. I love when they did that song, When I Call Your Name. You get, I mean, if you get desperate enough, you don't care what you look like. You don't care what people think. You just, Jesus! I need you, Jesus! You don't care. You get desperate enough, you call his name. You cry out to God. Psalms 84, 2 says, My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. You, during the winter, you got to understand, God is stripping us of the things that we don't need to take into the spring. God is stripping us of things that we don't need to take to the next place.
in a winter, we must hold to God's promises. Amen? Because that's a, listen, sometimes when you're not hearing, you don't feel like you're hearing God. Or nobody is encouraging you. And nobody is, is telling you this. And, and, and we're not, and it's like nobody's calling you to go out to dinner. Nobody is really encouraged. Nobody's doing these things. Listen, we have to stand on his promises. Amen? Because Psalm 23, verse 4, and it's, it's cool because Pastor Charles, he, he, he loves this verse, and I love it too. It says in verse 4, it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. When I'm surrounded by my enemies... You set up a table and you sit me down and you say, here, have you something to eat? We got to stand on this promise. He is with us. Deuteronomy, it says this in, verse, in chapter 36 and 31, verse 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He's with us in the winter. He's with us when nobody else is there. He will not leave you or forsake you. Hebrews 13, 5, keep your life free from love of money and be content with, with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. Sometimes we, all we have is all the promises of God. That's all we got sometimes. That's all we got. In Jeremiah, this is cool because God showed and gave Jeremiah a promise using the almond tree. He said in Jeremiah 1, it's in verse 1, in chapter 1, verse 11, it says, And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see an olive branch, an almond branch. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. And that's why I love, listen, I love that song we do, uh, uh, God gave me a promise and it won't start now. Good, put, put, start playing that little, that uh, won't stop down. I like that. that. Listen. I know breakthrough is coming. By faith, I see a miracle. See, that's what, Jer that's what God was showing Jeremiah. God, he was, listen, you, you don't have to worry because, listen, in, 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 in back in those days, the almond tree represented that you were supposed to be watching for the spring. That yes, winter was coming. Winter had come. Well, you might be walking through winter, but the cool thing about the almond tree was it was always the first tree to bud. And God gave him a promise and said, listen, you are going to see. We are, I'm watching over my word. How many of you got a promise from God? Come on. And listen, you got to understand, just because you don't see it right now, just because you're in a winter or, or you just don't see things happening, understand God has not, he's watching. 
He's looking. He's searching. He's changing you. He's preparing you. He's getting things ready because, listen, he's going to perform his word that he promised you. Amen? And uh, look, I'm just so excited because Galatians says, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap and not give up. Look at somebody and tell them spring is coming. Come on, tell them spring is coming. And listen, the last one, number four, it says spring is a time of new beginnings. Oh, come on. Spring is a time of new beginnings. Fresh start. How many of y'all need a fresh start? <laughs> come on, it's a new beginning. Dead things come alive. Dead things come alive. 1 Corinthians 15, 22 says, For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. So what you got to understand is that when spring comes, what's happening in the, in the earthly realm, what's happening is creation, it explodes with what's been happening in the wintertime. How many of you feel like the enemy has maybe kept you silent? How many of you believe that God has told you, you know what, you need to be quiet for a while? But I'm telling you, spring has come and is coming. Breakthrough happens. I love that song, You Are the God of the Breakthrough. You ever, you ever uh, uh, had, had a, a time in your life where you just had to, somebody told you, you got to sit still and you better be quiet, right? You in timeout or whatever. And man, you just can't wait. It's like you just itching. And then then they tell you you can get up. Oh my God, it's like somebody shoots you out a rocket. And that's what happens in the winter because God has dealt with you. God is doing some things in you. You did listen, you gave, you didn't give up on the promise. And so when springtime comes, he releases you into a new place. He gives you fresh revelation. He gives you, he, he shows you new things. Things start budding out of your life that weren't there before. Spring. Somebody say springtime. But listen, you got to understand, if you have not taken care of your roots in the wintertime, sometimes you won't have anything to come out and bud in the spring. Everybody can dance and shout when all things are going great. Everybody can dance and shout when everything is, they got everything together. They got all the money in their pocket. What are you going to do when those things are not there? So it's all about watering your roots even when the wintertime comes. God is getting us ready for the spring. Check this out. The one thing that we cannot do, we can't look at other people's seasons and get mad because they're walking through the season that they're walking through. Or we can't look at other people's seasons and just be like, oh, poor thing. You can't get mad at me if I'm in my summertime and you're in your wintertime. Come on. Because look, it's, trust me, it's coming full circle. 
You're going to be in your wintertime, and you're going to need somebody that's in their summertime to help you. Come on. Understand, seasons come and go, but what do I do? I need to remain and trust in God's unchanging hand. He's the, he's the one that's the one constant. Come on, he's the constant. Lord, you've been my dwelling place, Psalm 90, 90 and 1. It says, Lord, you've been my dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever were formed the earth and the, and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You have always been there. And this is the last verse. The ultimate way for us to survive the seasons is this. What delight, Psalms 1, verse 1 through 3, in the Passion Version. What delight comes to the one who follows God's ways? He won't walk in the step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. His pleasure and passion is remaining true to the word of I am. Meditating day and night in the true revelation of light. And he will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by, the, by God's design. Somebody say, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss bearing fruit in every season. Don't you know that you can bear fruit in the winter? Come on. There are certain trees, there are certain trees and, and plants and stuff that don't die in the winter. So they're staying, listen, you can flourish, you can, you can bud, you can do all those things in the wintertime even. He is never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. Come on, stand to your feet. Listen, we've got to get to a place that we mature to a place where we have, we can look like summer even though we're in the wintertime. How many of you understand that's possible? That even, through the, even when we're walking through the valley, that you know what? I still can praise Him. I still can glorify Him. I still can honor God. Because guess what? There's going to come a day when we are, this is what our goal is, our goal is to get to an everlasting, never-ending summer. And guess where that's going to be? In heaven. Come on. We're going to be in a place where summer will never end. It'll always be great. It will always be. But listen, I, can, I know this for a fact. That even through tough times, even through hard times, that we can walk and look like summer. And that's something that I, I, I admire. I, I just admire and, and, and love our pastor. Because I remember the darkest times that he was having with his, his family, Pastor Christy, and all of the things that were going on. And a lot of us in this place, you would have never thought anything was wrong. Because why? 
he held on to the promises of God and he looked like summer. I'm not talking about faking it. I'm not talking about trying to put on a show for anybody. What I'm talking about is being so rooted in God that no matter what comes and no matter what happens, it might sway you, it might blow your leaves, it might blow the branches, but it's not going to do anything to the roots in the tree. That's where I want to be. That I, hey, I may be knocked aside, I may get, but you know what? I'm not going to be uprooted. I'm going to stay rooted in everything.